good evening, everyone. Training in the Word is about to begin. Thank you for tuning in on this beautiful night uh, of uh, August, uh, the month that we're celebrating 30 years of ministry. Uh, God has been good to us over the years, and so we're grateful and thankful. Uh, eventually, we have our own building, Turnkey Get Free. Amen. We'll be meeting there instead of here. And I believe that time is coming real soon. So we're, we're grateful and thankful. Uh, Father, we just thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you again and again and again for our new life in Jesus Christ. We thank you that we understand that you are the God uh, that have invested great trust in us by giving us your son and trusting us to do the right thing with him uh, in our new life of our born again <clears throat> experience. Thank you that we are gaining and gleaning revelation of your expectation of us since you have deposited Christ in our lives. Uh, help us to walk it out. Holy Spirit, help us to fulfill the God-given plan and purpose he has for us that we will make a mark in this world that cannot be erased. Thank you and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, welcome. Uh, we're going to continue our study on new life tonight, living the new life in Christ. Uh, we still uh, be ministering on living the new life in Christ and understanding our full uh, benefit packet, if you would, uh, not just been saved. We understand we've been saved. We use, we went over uh, it in Romans, but the Bible says, "With the mouth confession is made unto salvation." And so, the making of salvation is actually uh, using your mouth to produce the lifestyle that Jesus Christ died for you and I to have. And that's why the enemy wants to speak and say things contrary to the word of God, to the life of God, to the plans and purposes of God. So we on purpose and deliberately have to reshape our minds to align our mouths uh, and our thinking with the way God sees us and the way God views us. Because that's really the only way you, need, you and I need to be thinking. Uh, let's go to, uh, I want, want you to write this down as we have entered into this new experience, I'm going to call it experience, of Jesus Christ in our lives. Uh, because it is, it's, every day it's a new experience with him, walking with him, talking with him, allow him to do things great, great for you. But in Colossians chapter 5, verse 1, I want us to look at that. Uh, very familiar uh, passage, but I want, want us to look at that, and then we're going to go to Galatians. My purpose is to get you to really understand why God, the investor, investor have deposited Jesus Christ into your life. Why is he there? He's not just so we can miss heaven and go to hell. There's a whole other reason, another side of him depositing Jesus into our life. When we get born again, we'll, we'll get more than that just for minutes. Uh, and Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Look at this. It, I mean, this is scripture. It's so, so powerful. 
and give us uh, some insight at what I just said, that we're not just born again to miss uh, hell and go to heaven. No, we're born again so we can have heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. That's why we were really born again. Now, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, uh, and, and, you know, sometimes it takes a long time to get a hold of this because we're so much in the natural, it's hard for us to catch up who we are in the supernatural. And uh, But in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Be ye therefore followers of God as, as their children. Uh, now, in the Amplified, it gives us a better uh, understanding of what this verse is saying to us. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 in the Amplified Bible, AMP. If you're looking on, you know, some of your uh, gadgets there, you got there, your Bible online. Therefore, watch this. Therefore, now, here's one of the real reasons Christ, God put Christ in our lives. Amen. Remember, Jesus kept saying, when you see me, you've seen the Father. Remember, he kept saying, when you see me, you've seen the Philip. Say, show us the Father. He said, Philip. How can you ask me that? When you see me, you see the Father. Me and the Father, we are one. Amen. So now when we got born again, it was not by us missing heaven. It's by us bringing heaven to earth. And as Jesus has declared, now we can declare because Jesus is on the inside of us. Watch this. Therefore, be, uh, be imitators of God. Did we catch that? He deposited Jesus, the investor, God deposited Jesus in our lives so we could be imitators of him. Wow. Imitators of him. Now, then it goes on to say, copy him. Now, this is the Bible. I'm not making this up. Copy him. Follow his example. As well-beloved children imitate their fathers. Now, one of the reasons that we've been uh, uh, born again is so we can go back and redefine the image of God on the earth like Adam did at the beginning before he committed high treason. Remember, Adam and Eve was made in the image and likeness of God. Well, when Jesus Christ died on the cross uh, and rose from the dead, he put us in position to be back in our original form in the realm of the spirit. That we're now made in the image and likeness of God again in the spirit. Now, if you look at the outside, you say, oh, no, I'm not. But in the spirit, you are because we live from the spirit, man. We live inside out, not outside in. So everything we're ever going to do is going to start inside and manifest outside class. That's how your body and your mind works, okay? God designed it that way. So now, in doing this, then that means that we're creating an experience on this earth as, as Jesus prayed, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we're supposed to be manifesting heavenly realities on this earth through Jesus Christ in representation of God who is our Father. Hallelujah. And so that, that's a lot of things we have to transition our minds to through meditation and reading in the word of God 
so we can exhibit the characteristics of God uh, through our lives here on earth. Now, go with me to Galatians chapter 4. And we're going to look at Galatians 4 and 4. Now, let's look at in the, in the uh, Passion Bible, the TPT. Go to that verse. And I want us to sort of pick a bike that now, and then I'm going to give you a statement that the Holy Ghost gave me as I was meditating before we came online. Now, uh, well, before we go there, go to um, go to Colossians first. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. And then we'll come back to uh, Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. Okay, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. I want us to look at this. It's very important. All right, let me get there. Because now we say copy him. Now, is that possible? Uh, is that possible? Can we do that now? Uh, okay. Over here in Ephesians 1, 15. Now, he is, he is the divine portion. Now, that word he is Jesus. We can read it like this. Jesus is the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God and the firstborn heir of all creation. So now Jesus was doing Ephesians 5 and 1. He was copying him and being an example of him on the earth. Now, the good news is we have been given that same right and ability to do the same thing, just like Jesus. So we are his divine portrait and the true likeness of the invisible God and the firstborn heir of all creation. So now we take on that same position. We take on that same mindset as Jesus. That's why Jesus told Philip, when you see me, you're seeing the Father. See, we are representatives of the Father through Jesus Christ. So the enemy wants us to be so stuck on ourselves, we never envision him on the inside of us because we have all this going on on the outside. But you got to look on the inside. If you build that inside, this outside is going to change. You'll be able to rearrange it. You'll be able to take it to where it needs to go spiritually. Now, in receiving Ephesians 5, 1 and Colossians 1, 15, write this down. Write it, imitate, imitate, and demonstrate God's lifestyle through Jesus Christ. See, we are called to imitate and demonstrate God's lifestyle through Jesus Christ. See, this is the reason us for us being born again. So it's not just us missing heaven and going missing hell and going to heaven. It's bringing heaven to earth. It's bringing heaven so people can see heaven so they won't have a desire to go to hell. So we become the picture of heaven so they can release themselves from hell and desire to go to the place that we're showing off through our life through Jesus Christ. Because remember now, 
we have all these wonderful benefits, victory, deliverance, perseverance. We, remember we said all those things to you, healing, peace, power, all that's been given to us as benefits of the life of Jesus Christ through God. Now, so we are called to imitate and demonstrate God's lifestyle through Jesus Christ. And we did it because Jesus did it. Well, we'll give you Colossians 1 because he was the divine portrait. Now, we are the divine portrait. Now, can we do this? Go to Colossians. Yes, we can. Go to Colossians now. I mean, Galatians. Go to Galatians chapter 4. We're going to, let's put us in there. We'll take our time. Let's put us in there now because we got to see ourselves in this. Hallelujah. So you can transition your thinking and look at yourself different from the way the world see you. Anybody else see? But no, watch this. I'm still reading in the TPT of the Passion Bible. But when the but when the time of fulfillment had come, God sent his son born of a woman, born under the law. Yet all of this was so that he would redeem and set free those held hostage to the law so that we will receive our freedom and full legal adoption as his children. So we've been legally adopted into the, uh, into the family of God by the ray of the spirit world. Now, verse six is so important to you get a hold of. And so, since we have legal adoption, since we've been uh, joined to the family of God, and so that we would know Here's what I want you so that we would know. So this is why we're reading this tonight. So you would know. So you can know that we are his true children. You are his true child. I am his true child. You can't second guess this. Amen. God, watch this, release. Well, another word, the release in this aspect is also deposit. We can say God deposit the spirit of sonship. One, I think one translation say God deposit. God deposit. Uh, God released the spirit of sonship. Look at this. God did what? Released the spirit of sonship. Get a hold of this class. God released the spirit of sonship. Praise his name. God released the spirit of sonship. Because I want you to get it. Are you seeing it? Praise God. Release the spirit of sonship into our hearts. Moving us to cry out to our intimately, my father. He's not just our God. He is our father. We can recognize him as our father. And I want you to know the father takes great care of his children. The Bible says he will not leave us fatherless or he will not abandon us. He is a good, good father. You have to see him that way. All right. Then it goes on to say, my true father. Now, verse seven, we are, verse seven, very powerful. Watch this class. We are no longer living like slaves. No longer living like slaves. Under the law. So I need you to get rid of your slavery 
mentality. Get rid of it. Get it out your soul. Get it out your memory bank. Amen. Get that out of your mind. Because all it's going to do is make you backtrack and keep you confused. And then you get into some stuff that don't really mean anything for the spirit world is concerned. Now, we are now, verse 7, now we are no longer living like slaves. So you're living like slave days are over. Do you hear what I say, class? You're living like slave days are over. You're no longer a slave to anybody. You're living free unto God through Jesus Christ, and he is the one who guides your life. Bible say the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Okay? Who delighteth in his way. Now, let's keep going because I want you to get this. I really want you to get a revelation of this. You're no longer living like slaves under the law. But we enjoy. And this is what God wants us to do. But we enjoy, it's time for you to enjoy life, not put up with life. Let me say it to you again. It's time that we enjoy life and not just put up with life and whatever it give us. No, no more of that. Then it goes on to say, but we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters. Praise his name. Are you ready for this? Get a hold of this. Get a hold of this. But we can't, but we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters. So you and I are sons and daughters of God. We're in the royal family. We're no longer living in a slavery mentality. Amen. Our slavery, slavery thinking days of living is over. Watch this in the word. Now, I'm going to back it up with the word. We can't. And because we are his, because we are his, because we are God's through Jesus Christ, the son, we can access everything the father has. Your broke days, your broken days, your scary days, your scarceless days are over. Are you listening, class? You get a hold of this, your life will transform, and you're going to start living like heaven on earth as God intended us to live from the beginning of time. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. That was his original plan for us. He's given that back to us through his son, Jesus Christ, when we take advantage of what is given to us through Jesus Christ. Now, get a hold of this. And because we are here, we can access. See, you can access it. And you access it by faith. So the only way you can, remember, everything received in the kingdom of God is by faith. You access all the promises of God by faith. Everything our Father has, for we are heirs because of what God has done now what that answer everything so now we can live like 
God would want us to live through Jesus Christ because he has provided that for us in the realm of the spirit. Our spirit life in connection to God through Jesus Christ. But you have to access. It's not going to be automatic. The Bible says we are, the Bible says for the promises of God are received by faith. So by faith, we receive the benefits, the promises of God when we access them properly. And that's something you and I have to do. He has provided it for us, but we have to use our faith to access it and pull it into our lives on a daily basis as or as we need it to happen. And the church say, man, that, that, boy, that's good preaching all day long. Hallelujah. So that means God is ready to give you and take care of you just like he did Jesus. Listen, Jesus did not want for anything. The father provided everything for him while he was on this earth. He never struggled. He never strained. Amen. God walked with him day by day and gave him the necessary things he needed to carry out his assignment on the earth and bring a redemption to mankind through him sacrificing his life on the cross, dying and going to hell for three days, putting our blood on the mercy seat and declare that we are redeemed through the blood of the lamb. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Isn't that good news? Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, this is important to us because if we don't go after this, we're going to, we're going to live a dull life. It's going to look like we're not, we're not even in say we're not born again. Our life is boring. It, you know, it's like a drag. No, 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 no. It's because you're not applying what you just heard. I'm telling you, God backs up his word. God keep his word. God is true to his word. And God has placed a covenant with us with his word. Are you listening to me, class? All you got to do is apply yourself. Now, just like we put ourselves in everything else, you got to put yourself in this. Your slavery days, your begging days, your worrying days, your stressing days, I don't know what to do days are over because he just told you. Let me give it to you again just in case you ain't hear me. Because we are here, sons and daughters, we can access everything our father has. Now, let me ask you this. The Bible says, okay, everything the father has. Now, hold on right there. Go to Psalms 20. Four and one. We're going to come out. Just hold your finger there. Go over to Psalms 24 and one. Let's read that. Because that just came up for me to read it. So we're going to read it. Psalms 24 and one. Come on now. Watch this. Glory be to the Lamb of God. Now, again, because we're sons and daughters. We can access everything the Father has without going to what though he has. Well, look at Psalms 24 and 1. Let me tell you. The earth is the Lord's 
and the fullness thereof. That means everything that's on earth that's full of, it belonged to him. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. And the fullness of the world and they that dwell in it. Hallelujah. Oh, do you hear this? So you have access to it. It don't make a difference who got it. If it loan you, God can make sure it get to you. If you access it properly through faith. Now, we don't cover nobody's stuff, but we ask God what belonged to us. We need to get it through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, again, I need, to, I need you to grab a hold of this. And I like is yours now. Praise God. And because we are gods, we are in Christ, we have the new life that produces new living, <clears throat> we can access everything our Father has. For we are heirs because of what God has done. Ooh-wee. Are you listening? Do you get it? It's yours. Somebody shout amen if, if you can. Now, the Holy Spirit now, and John, go to John. Go over to John now. John chapter 14. Uh, is it John 14? Let's see. John, John, John. John 16, I believe, not 14. John 16, if you will. And verse number 13. It says in the Amp and the King James Version, we'll look at the King James uh, for for how be it when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear of the Father, that shall he speak. He will show you things to come. He shall glorify me. For he shall receive a mind and show it unto you. Do you get that? Verse 14, he shall glorify me for he shall receive a mind and shall show it unto you. So he's trying to show you. He's trying to make you aware of what you have to access as a son and daughter. Now, verse 15, all things that the Father have are mine. Isn't that what we just read over there in Galatians? Because we are his heirs, we can access everything our Father has, for we are heirs because of what he has done. Everything. Okay. And all things, all things, all things, everything, all things. Everything, all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said I would take a mind and show it to you. He's trying to reveal to you what he's given to you through his son as representation of the Father. Are you seeing this class? He's trying to show us that you are of a royal kingdom 
we're going to get in that on Sunday. So you don't want to miss Sunday. He's trying to reveal to you who you are, what you have, what you've been connected to, and what is your inheritance as you are in Christ, in God. Now, it was, what amazes us that all this is in the Bible, but yet we don't research it out and, and, and apply ourselves to this. Ladies and gentlemen, you should be, you know, we were sitting with uh, the gentleman today uh, at, our, at, at the new location uh, that we're getting ready to put Lord of mercy. Praise God. And by the way, giving God the glory, we signed the lease today for the new, for the restaurant of Lord have mercy in Orlando. God did it. He proved himself over and over again. And so we sit here with this billionaire and he is a billionaire. Listen to him talk. Praise God. I'm telling you. And he's, 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 he's from Israel. He's Jewish and he's loaded. Now, here's the thing. I'm sitting there listening to him. And I said, Lord, I am of that same lineage. I'm of that same lineage now because I'm of Jesus. And Jesus was of the Jewish lineage. And the Bible said the same blessings that was on the Jew are now on us. So we have become a spiritual Jew and have access to uh, the abundance of God, just like the Jewish people. And I'm listening to him talking about he just he went to California just to a car show and just bought two brand new Bentleys. You know, I was able to tell him that's my dream car. I, and I told him, I'm getting ready to buy me one too. Praise God. I've already been looking. Told my wife, the next car I buy will be a Bentley. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I'm serious about this thing. You know why? He told me I can have it. Now, the only reason I don't have it, I don't go after it. Amen. Don't shut me down because I'm teaching and preaching real good. Hallelujah. I paid the price. I've been ministering for, I've been in ministry for a long time. I've been out here on this battlefield for a long time. Praise God. And now my days of living like heaven on earth has arrived and I'm going to live like you want to live and I'm not going to make no apologies. He just told me because I'm here. We can have access to everything he has because of what he has done. And I can't be embarrassed about that. Anyway, this guy's talking, and he's talking about that he is um, building condos down there in um, Sunny Isle, which I've never heard of before, Sunny Isle. And they're going to, the, the condos are going to start at $6.5 million. And they are called Bentley condos, where you take your Bentley and, you, and it's an elevator or something that lifts your, take your Bentley up to your apartment. So your Bentley be parked out in your apartment. You get out your car, walk into your condo. When you want to leave, you get back in and the thing takes you, and the elevator takes you back down. What you talking about? So much out here. Hallelujah. <laughs> what I'm just saying is, God has opened the earth to us, the fullness thereof. How much are we going to take or how much are we going to leave before we leave this blessed earth? We're supposed to be living like heaven on earth. Isn't that right? Come on. We have been invested. God has invested in us to 
manifest heaven on earth. And it's time that we take the mentality and refuse to do anything and receive anything different from what he had told us to live. Jesus said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But when is that going to take place? When is that going to start happening in your life? Not when you die and go to heaven. Nobody can see that. No, it's on this side that he wants you to live that abundant life in Christ. A life abundance until it overflows. Come on. It's getting ready to overflow for me and my family. I don't know where you're going. I don't know what you want, but I'm telling you right now, with the word that I'm getting from him, a new living, a new lifestyle produces new living and new dimensions of living. That's what the Holy Spirit said. New life produces a new dimension of living in Christ. Now, we determine what level we go based on the faith we have and based on what we have, uh, have been inherited to through our brother, Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, it's up to us. God's not going to make us live a good life. We have to choose consciously that we're going to live the life that Jesus Christ died for us. Remember? Oh, my God. Uh, let me go back over here and see if I can find in my notes. Remember now. Let me get over here. Remember what he said. God said that uh, the Holy Spirit said to me, uh, I'm sorry, the Lord said to me uh, the other morning uh, the, that the Father paid a high price for us to live a high life. Are you listening? And then we gave you scriptures that back that up. He paid a high price. His son, ladies and gentlemen, he sent his son, his only begotten son, to go through terrible, excruciating, demoralizing uh, life to benefit us, to give us a life. And we won't even take that life that he went so much. He went to hell and back to give us a better life. And we choose to still live a hellish life instead of a heavenly life. Come on. Let's make the transition. Come on, class. We can do this and bring glory to the Father. Because the Bible says that the Father has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. He don't have prosperity. He don't have pleasure when we broke busting and disgusted, you know, threatening and, you know, what this, Lord Jesus, they're going to totally against the word. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I proved to you tonight that he has the best life for you. I think the clock system came out and said, I'm living the best life. Oh, my God. How many ways God going to keep sending it through us, through song, through dreams, uh, through uh, many avenues, and we still choose to struggle, scrape, and beg, and, and whine. No, it's not, oh, it's not time to whine, it's time to die. <laughs> Dying of the heavenly realities of God, living the good life that he has prepared for us to live on this side of heaven. And some of them say amen to that. You know, you listen. He's a good God. He's a good God. He expected you. He had deposited Jesus in your life and he expected dividends of a good life. Bible says we are his representation. Are we really representing? Okay, let me give you that and then I'm closing. Come on. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I already closed the Bible. 
But he said, go here. So we're going here. Second Corinthians chapter five class. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter five. And let's look at verse number 20. Good stuff here, class. Thank the Holy Spirit trying to help us make the transition to our next dimension of living. No more excuses. I said no more excuses. It's time to live. It says it's time to live. He's put Jesus Christ has deposited his spirit in our life, and we need to pay attention to that spirit and, and work with him. Praise his wonderful name. Now, in the Amplified Bible, it's a good translation of this. And verse 20, 5 and 20. Uh, Second Corinthians 5, 20. In the Amplified, so we are present right now. Not when we die and go to heaven. Right now. So we are Christ ambassadors. God making his appeal as it were through, through us. God not making his appeal to the earth through us. You see it? We as Christ's personal representatives beg you for the sake to lay hold on divine favor now offered you and be reconciled to God. So it's been offered to us, but now, but we have to become it. See, uh, we are Christ's personal representative. So if we are Christ's personal representative, that means we are God's representative because Jesus, when you see me, you've seen the Father. Me and the Father are one. Are you listening, class? You have to take on that mindset, and then you let God. See, when you do that, then God back you up. See, God going to back up himself. Because so when you take on the full connotation of God, then God backs himself in the earth realm, and he don't let the devil do anything to him because he's going to protect you just like he protected Jesus. Amen. Just like he protected Job. Remember, he couldn't get to Job. God had a hedge of protection around him. Guess what you got around you? Same thing. Said came back around you when you was washed in the blood. That blood, it's a hedge of protection around you. You're covered by the blood. See that same hedge. And he could not get the joke. Because he told, he said, you got a hedge of protection. Now that was under the old covenant. Oh, that was under, under the old testament. Do you think the new testament is not going to have that? No, now the first Psalms all day, he that dwelleth in the sick place of the most high shall abide in the shadows of the mighty. I'll say, Lord, he is my rest and my strength in him would I trust. No, I abide under him. That covering, that blood shields and darts away all that stuff. So he has a hedge of protection around you. So Satan can't get to you unless you access, access him by yourself by saying something out your mouth that you don't need to be saying. 
or decreeing something that you don't need to be decreeing. He said, I can use that against you. That's why you have to be careful what you say. Because he'll take those words and he'll beat you up real bad. But if you got faith-filled words pushing out of your mouth, he can't handle that. Can't shut that down. The Bible says, take the show of faith where you're able to quench every fiery dot of the evil one. So as long as I got that shield of faith on, all that stuff bouncing off, boom, 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 boom. Praise God. See, that's how God works. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's how God works. Got the hedge of protection around you. Amen. It's, I tell you, it's been good tonight. I hope you gained something out of this. I want to take my time and go slow because I need you to get a hold of this. I really do. God wants you to get a hold of this. The Holy Spirit wants you to get a hold of this. And most of all, Jesus, your big brother, wants you to get a hold of this. Why? He died, went to Calvary, rose on the third day just for you. The Bible says he endured the cross for the joy. You were that joy that was set before him. He went through all that just so you could have a good life. He did all that so you could get the life back that his father wanted you to have. He was in heaven when he saw the plans of what God had for humans on this earth. And when he saw Satan, he said, Lord, prepare me a body. I'll go down and I'll redeem man back to you. He loved his father that much. He was willing to sacrifice his life so he could have his world back. And the father was so excited about giving his life so he can have his world back. Now you need to be excited about living this life so he can have his world back. Are you getting it? It's, that's how it go. Praise God. Well, I pray that you got something out of this tonight. I know I did. I know it helped me immensely. I, yeah, I mean, it, I got charged up. So I got a little excited, praise God, because this is real. Let me tell you something. This is real. The lifestyle of the rich and famous in Christ Jesus is real. I declare you're not only righteous, you are rich and righteous. Got a hold of that? You are rich and righteous. You're not just righteous. You're rich and righteous. Are you listening to me? Get a hold of that. Meditate that. Wealth and riches shall be in my house, and his righteousness shall endure forever. That's in Psalms 112 and 3. Hallelujah. Wealth and riches shall be in my house, and my righteousness shall endure forever ever. So I can declare that you are not only righteous, but you are rich and righteous through Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. From poverty to prosperity, from death to life, from darkness to light, from unrighteousness to righteousness. From sickness to health. Hallelujah. From bondage to freedom. All through 
Jesus Christ, who is your life. Take advantage. You can't hurt him by taking advantage of that. He wants you to take advantage of it. So you can represent him like heaven on earth. Amen. Well, I pray you have enjoyed this wonderful night. Praise God. It's been a wonderful day today. Praise God. Amen. In so many ways. And I don't want to go by myself. Come on, go with me. Come on, let's go together. Let's rejoice in the Lord together. Let's access everything God has for us because we're sons and daughters of Christ. Amen. <clears throat> Father, we thank you tonight for the word of God. I set myself in agreement with them for what they have need of. Thank you, Lord, that you're going to meet them at their point of need. Thank you that the uh, seed <clears throat> is making a mark in their life for prosperity that cannot be erased. <clears throat> we thank you that you said that you come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And we thank you that we are prompt to do it, happiest, glorious, sow us into your kingdom because we know and we sow, you're going to take care of us the way that we need to be taken care of. Thank you for our new adventure, uh, for giving us uh, the opportunity to put Lord have mercy in Orlando that we can bring more revenue to the church, bring bigger tithes and bigger offerings to the church. Amen. What we're already doing now to help support your work and other things. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Thank you for our new building, Father. Debt-free turnkey new building for Greater Global Life Center. We thank you for the manifestation of our new home to give you glory and do wonderful ministry in Orlando, Florida. Thank you for it, Lord. We thank you that that building is coming our way in Jesus' mighty name. I bless your people tonight. I speak grace, peace, increase, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, provision, and protection over their lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. And everybody with that, you can say a, holly, a hearty amen to yourself and to God. Listen, we'll see you on Sunday morning. You don't want to miss it. I got some wonderful revelation for you that's going to bless your life. All right? Love you. Stay in faith and watch God work. Blessings.